Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody and welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street, joined as always by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. How are you, Tommy? I'm doing very well. I'm living large. I was just telling Blair that I'm thriving. This is the best year of my life. And Hell yeah. <laughs> things keep going up. Well, we got to introduce her, Hallie Blair herself. <laughs> <laughs> Blair Saki's our guest today. Welcome back, Blair. What's up to my fucking boys back again in the house? Hell yeah. <laughs> what, <laughs> now, I want to know about this thriving you've been talking about, Tommy. Oh, I'm kidding. Everything's <laughs> miserable. But uh, <laughs> So here's a question I want to bring up for Blair. Blair, you had one of our favorite episodes of the whole show, the Good Charlotte well, episode. Whoa, thank whenever, you. That's um, the compliment. True, whenever someone asks us, like, what's a good episode to start with, this is, like, always the one we say, uh, you're so funny on it, you're great. Which is why, to my surprise, when I texted you to do the show again, you seem to have no idea how it works. Uh, <laughs> you kept telling me to pick a band for you, which really <laughs> is not in the spirit of the show. <laughs> Although we should do that one day. You know, I think we should have one episode where we just surprise the guest as we start the show with who they're defending. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. When I got I got in early under the gun when there were still millions of bands to choose from on the ground floor. Yes. And now it's three years later, you guys are fucking superstars doing arenas <laughs> and there's no goddamn bands to pick. Okay, so I'll throw it out this band, this band. And now I got back was Blair, we've done two episodes on that. And we've done two episodes on the counting crows and this and that. So Truly, I was scraping the bottom of the fucking barrel of who to defend, you know? I think that's fair. Uh, yep, yeah, asked and answered. I think that's totally fair. Um, 100%, uh, yeah, asked and answered. Scraping the bottom. And we are doing arenas now. We we just did uh, Madison Square Garden. Uh, it's the first time we were allowed to do it because of the social distance. Um, no, it's crazy that they let you guys be the first ones i thought that was really cool mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and someone was defending jd in the straight shot that actually <laughs> would be a great episode that is the only way we could ever do <laughs> like, james dolan we will say your band is good for an hour he'd be like all right you can have the arena <laughs> that would be good blair do you know about jd in the straight shot we've talked about him on this sure. show before heard that name in my life so uh, the owner of is the, he owns the Knicks, right? He's the owner of the Knicks and the owner of Madison Square Garden yes. itself. Yes, um, and he's a billionaire named James Dolan. Right, and, and yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, and he uh, 
besides being a billionaire, also loves the blues. And he basically pays all these like session musicians who are incredibly talented to be his backing band. And he'll like make bands have him open for them. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. like if like Aerosmith is coming through, you also have to watch JD in the straight shot. <laughs> Wait, that's kind of like um, Erica Jane from the housewives. If you know her, no, no what's her deal? Oh, well, like her husband is like this rich man who I think is like 30 years older um, than her. And then like, so she just kind of paid for herself to like become a pop star. And, <laughs> oh, um, nice. Yeah, I've, I've always <laughs> respected that. It's like she kind of just self-funded her. Well, her husband funded it, but self-funded her own pop stardom. Hell and yeah. she is a star as evidenced by the fact that we had no idea yes. who she is. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, she's on. She's a star amongst women and gays. So mm. you know, different demographics or different. Yeah, people. I don't true. count anybody. Like, I I would never be like, oh, that person's not famous because I don't know them. Because I still don't quite know what Kylie Jenner is or like what she does. So uh, I don't. I'm out of the world of a lot of celebrity. I, I don't Kylie follow Jenner a lot of it. Is like, um, she's a 21 year old. She looks like what she is is actually a super hot 38 year old who's a 21 year old but um yeah she has a very success i guess it's you know lipstick incredible um yeah good for her whatever she's a mom now that adds to a different thing sure Um, sure all right yeah fair enough um, I wanted to ask you, cause I, I came in from the bathroom and you guys were already, st- I could tell you were talking about something I wanted to ask you about. And so I said, shut the hell up. No conversation <laughs> off mic. You have to sit in yeah, silence. Yeah, you were like, shut the fuck up, Blair. Shut the fuck up, Blair. You shut the fuck up. You're under the gun. <laughs> you show up in the show, we, I held a gun up to my Zoom screen and, uh, <laughs> waved it around. I, I had it tucked in my belt and I... You know, uh, flashed it. Anyway, um, I think you guys were talking about how you've been, have you been doing shows during this pandemic? And is that correct? Tommy's been doing them on whenever he has a break from his professional tennis game. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever he uh, finishes a volley, he runs out for a hot set on the grass. But. That is just to dream. explain to the listeners who didn't hear the first part of our conversation. Yes. And me, say, although I know I know about Tommy's tennis as, game. As an, as an unemployed man, I, I've been I've been getting money from the state to be unemployed, but I've also been playing tennis like five times a week. So I've just started telling myself I'm a professional tennis player. You are getting paid to play tennis. I love that. Yeah, that's great. That's what I like to think. Yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. I, I'd love to get paid to do something I love. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> I'm getting played, paid to play 2K and uh, and drink while I play with children. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I consider ending it all and becoming a gamer and just bludgeoning my mind with fucking new frames and new games and just getting lost in a different fucking solar system computer. I love that you. What you consider ending it all is my life. <laughs> Maybe I'll just end it all and live the way you're living. <laughs> I think you're gonna say love, kill yourself. People love video games. That's, That's true. What I hear. 
That's true. I know that's right. That's typical Elfman would say. Uh, I've done two shows. I've done two shows. Ah! One was, um... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Runaway earbud. Oh, no. I hate <laughs> that. Corona, huh? <laughs> um, <laughs> I've done two shows. And one was in the back of a pickup truck. Oh, that was the stage. Um, nice. And it was actually a really good show, and I was fucking sick with panic all week about it because it was the first time I did live comedy in five months. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but it was really fun. It went great, and I remembered. Um, and then the second show, live show I've done, was only semi-live. It was where I was in a in the middle of some sort of spherical number. Where I saw a picture TV. of this. Yeah. Yeah. There is TVs from floor to ceiling of people surrounding me live tuning in. Yeah. So I just kept turning around trying to. That is so you know. weird. So you were actually in a sphere. I was wondering how they did this because I saw pictures of people doing it and I was so confused. It's like an actual production company doing the whole thing. Mm. It's a very Black Mirror looking thing. Yeah, it was. It was like a. It was a pretty crazy experience because, like, I mean, and then you hear something behind you, and you're like, ah! you know, like I just kept. Um, <laughs> what sort of noises were people making besides laughter? <laughs> in their house, doing like wild shit. Like, and I'd be in the middle of the joke, and I'm like. Bitch, what are you doing with your microwave? You know what I mean? <laughs> it was so bizarre. I was like, I don't know what year I'm living in. I don't know who I am or what I am or what I believe in. Mm-hmm. You know? Sure. Yeah, I get it. No, I just had a wild one this weekend that I... I, I've been doing a lot of these park shows. I think in New York it's weird because we have the parks that are very big and like you can kind of perform without being anywhere close to anybody. And it's now they have mics at them too, like they have a, a microphone, so you can Ooh. you're like shouting in the park. <laughs> but it's uh, it's very strange. But some of them are pretty good. And then this weekend, uh, Vice was in town filming my buddy Emil uh, and and me going around and doing shows. And it was, of course, like the worst case scenario where it was raining on us and we're holding a microphone. <laughs> and like, it's so dangerous and stupid. And then I thought that was like, that all happened. And then they left. And I was like, well, that's that was a crazy experience. And then I forgot that I had a show on Sunday that I was like go- thinking about canceling on. And then I was like, Oh, I have friends on it. Like Sam Morrill was on it and, um, Ron on Hirschberg. So I was like, Oh, that'll be fun. And my buddy Ben came and I go to do this show and it's supposed to be on a rooftop at 7 PM. I'm that's when the show's supposed to start. I'm around the corner from the show at a bodega with uh, my girlfriend. We were waiting on food to come out. So I messaged the host. I was like, Hey, we're uh we're gonna be there in like five minutes i hope that's cool the show was supposed to have started at this point he goes uh i want to find the actual message because it was so weird uh how the communication came oh yeah he goes uh he goes no rush we have a issue here (laughs) this is five minutes after the show was supposed to start then he just sends me a picture of like an alley. <laughs> I don't know what this means. With no explanation. No explanation. 
So I'm like, okay, uh, I'm just going to go over, and then I walk out. What's happened is these, there's actually an event on the rooftop we were supposed to be at. And so they're freaking out because they've booked this show, and all the comics are on their way. Sam is coming from the village, so he spent like 40 or 50 bucks on a cab to to get there, but he's running late. And then, because um, he originally thought it was in Manhattan, so it's already a nightmare. And then they're just all these comics and and audience are just standing out on the sidewalk. It's like a health hazard, and they're just clogging up the sidewalk. And then this weird ass green haired lady um, just pops out of her backyard. She's like, "Oh, you guys need a place to do your show? I have a backyard right here. You could do it here. Why don't you do it here?" And then I don't. I didn't see all of this. I just was like picking up things as they happened. So then they were like, "I guess we're doing the show in this backyard." That's the picture that they sent me. So we all go back. They set up a microphone back there. All that stuff. They pushed the show back an hour without telling me. They've told other performers. They're like, "By the way, we're starting at eight. I'm just sitting back there doing nothing." And uh, then it, it gets dark. They start the show up, and. Uh, the first comic goes up, and then uh, bring up me and Ron on Hirschberg. Uh, we we go first and second, and it's pretty normal except for in the middle of my set, the green haired lady walks up and stands about four feet from me and just starts like saying things. Like I talk about my grandma, and she goes, "Oh, grandma!" <laughs> it's like. Oh, is this Sam yes. About yes. So you can see right. some of this saga and how it unfolds on Twitter, but I'll tell. I'll just tell it here too because it was so insane. It was hard to comprehend. So then, it, my buddy Ben Moore comes, and he's from Bloomington. He's been doing comedy like fifteen years. Him. Yeah, he's a great guy. He hadn't done comedy in five months. It was the first time he had gone up. Right. I I didn't realize what was happening, but halfway through the show, this lady realizes like, oh, I have. A little bit of power here and she goes you know what if you guys want to keep doing the show you have to pay me fifty dollars for every person that comes in <laughs> and it slowly jumps she's like ten dollars for every person that comes into my backyard and she had never said that before but now she's kind of got the show hostage so people are like giving her money then she decides when sam and rachel feinstein get there they have to pay Sam has to pay fifty dollars if he wants to go in the backyard. But before all that happens, while she's charging <laughs> so people because I go, Hey, can I use your bathroom? She knows who I am because she goes, Yeah, I know you. I know Doug. And it took me a minute to realize she meant Doug Benson. But I was like, I don't know who the fuck you are. She's not a comic. She's just some random yeah. lady. But while Ben is on stage, she just starts yelling, you are the patriarchy. <laughs> and then he's like, what's happening? And I have video of her just screaming, oh, hell no, to him. And, the, and there's black people in the audience. And they, I have video of them going, why is she doing that voice? It's so offensive. And then, uh, long story short, he, he ends up getting her but then so she's taking all this money the show goes on i have to leave for sam to be able to get in i I go i'll leave we'll leave so that there's more room in the backyard if that's what you're concerned about it wasn't she just wanted money so she made these guys pay her the producers of the show they're miserable they're like we have all these comics coming and now they're fucked and so sam shows up he's like the only reason i came here was to do like 30 plus minutes and the show has already gone on for an hour and a half 
He goes in and almost immediately she takes the mic out of his hands and is like, "Uh uh-uh, not happening. It's it's just jokes. And some people are yelling like he's just trying to do jokes. Let him do jokes. And she's like, well, if it's just jokes, then it's just jokes. It's my backyard. And and then it ends. It was truly one of the craziest events uh, I've been a part of. So outdoor comedy is a nightmare at times. It's, It's chaos out there. That is what I know. It wouldn't have been funny if it if I were there and a part of it. It's funny. It's so no, funny. It was the funniest you know. thing I've ever been a part of. <laughs> I I have I feel bad because I got all this video, but I'm dying laughing at her yelling at Ben. <laughs> and it's the first that Ben's done in five months, and he's already like a little weirded out about Brooklyn. He's like, they're gonna hate me. I'm a straight white man, and I'm like, no, no, you're good. It's not like that. And then she's just screaming, "You're the patriarchy." <laughs> <laughs> I could not stop laughing, and, and me and Ronan had had kind of normal sets, and then it just went off the rails after that. It was so great. Ah, uh, it was crazy. So funny to me. I've been in those situations, and they're so fucking annoying because it's your time, and you're like, it's so dehumanizing and you're like god there's no fucking dignity in this line of work i've chosen yep (laughs) but oh my god that's a funny story it's so funny (laughs) that each comic needed to pay 50 dollars it was so insane and it's one of those things where you're like why would we do this let's just stop (laughs) but because the show must go on they just kept making it happen it was really really insane (laughs) Uh, anyway, it was, yeah, it was, it's been at a great line where he said, you're a troll. And then he goes, if I answer your riddle, will you leave me alone? And that really killed. And I, there's this part of the video where she stands up and she goes, she goes, oh, hell no. And she goes, we're all in my backyard. We're on my team, right? And nobody answers. And she goes, yeah. <laughs> Just the level of delusion that people Nobody is well. Literally, I mean, that's fucking insane. It was so crazy. Sorry, I didn't mean for that story to take so long, but it just, I hadn't told it to anybody yet in person. It's so crazy. Uh, And I've just been in my home since that happened because I like, now I'm afraid of the outside world. It's very kooky. That's fucking hilarious and insane. That's like dystopic, really. I mean. Truly. Well, it's funny. Right before that happened, this lady. It's also one of those situations where it was the type of show where it was a bunch of people. Not No offense. There was a lot of funny comics on it that I had never seen before. But it was these weird people who were like kind of new and didn't know who anybody was. (laughs) They were like they didn't know who Rachel or I don't think Sam was like. They were just like new comics who lived in this weird little bubble. And one of them was like asking me how I got on the show. And I was like, you know that you could just start a show. It doesn't matter. Like there is no, you don't even have to have a fucking microphone anymore. You literally could just scope out a patch of grass and go, here's my new hot show. And comics will do it. It's insane. It's truly yeah. insane. Uh, and then, yeah, I think I... But then that was the bad version of it where you're like, yeah, we're, we're totally powerless. We'll do anything and we're we're really pathetic people. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Except for the professional tennis players of the world. Yes. Yes, oh. absolutely. Um, anyway, that is... Uh, Tommy, You did, did you do park shows this weekend? 
No, I've done, I, I did some last week. Um, yeah, they, they, yeah, it's a lot of uh, honking horns and yes. uh, cicadas and uh, a lot of noise that isn't you that people are hearing. And, yes, uh, yes. There was, there was a guy riding a, bic- a bicycle, bouncing a soccer ball on his head and screaming in Prospect Park that kept coming by the show <laughs> And uh, when I did that show. And that was, that was one of those moments where you just got to laugh. You got to. You got to. People were playing volleyball when I did that, vo- that Prospect Park one. There was, somebody, there was a very intense volleyball game going. And people just kept yelling, I got it. And it fe- it felt like they were talking about the jokes. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's enough uh, talk about uh, all this. We, we got to get into the, we got to get into Shania Twain. And right before we do, I think now's a good time to take a quick break. And then we will be right back with some Shania Twain talk. All right, we're back. <laughs> I uh, I I feel like really quick. I I should tell you people we're doing hour long bonus episodes every week on the Patreon. Get over there. We could use it so we don't have to uh, have green haired ladies take our money um, to do comedy anymore. <laughs> um, please, uh, yeah, just jump on that page. It's three dollars a month. You can you can you can do it. Full bonus episode. Come on, baby. Uh, all right, Blair. Let's talk Shania Twain. Look, I don't even know why anyone would even have to defend her from anything, but you guys made me choose someone, and, um... <laughs> the wording on this. <laughs> you put a gun to my head. <laughs> made me choose someone. Guess what? I just fucking found out Shania's real name is Eileen, okay? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh my god, all these false gods I <laughs> kneel before. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I like Shania. You know, here's the thing. Um, sometimes I'm not like, okay, wow, these are incredible lyrics but <laughs> will i say she she is a fucking snappy vocalist she is she she brings the vocals pretty hard and you know when i was taking some of these songs for a spin before this to prepare um i, I remembered and i was like oh yeah yeah i felt it in my bones mm-hmm. oh yeah i mean it's very very fun music I also didn't know this whole thing about her completely losing her voice for like a long time. Did you know about this? I forgot about that. So um, she had Lyme disease and all these people were telling her it was all in her head. And then it, she was diagnosed and she was like, yeah, it kind of pissed me off because they told me it was all in my head. And then it turned out I had to have a surgery and then it she's good now. She was going to quit music completely. And she'd just be a mummy and a, and a wifey, she said. Yeah, yeah she wanted to be a mummy. She said, if I can't sing, I might as well be dead. I, I hope the head of the medical association is listening to this podcast right now, because you almost made a fucking queen quit music, bitch. That's right. Okay? You need to listen to these ladies when they say they have Lyme disease. Exactly. These doctors right. don't know anything. You hear me, Fauci? You don't know shit. <laughs> Do you fucking hear my ass? You better write this. You better write this wrong with Shania Eileen. <laughs> All right. Um, so a lot of the I, w- I was trying to look up 
because I know that there there is some negative stuff about yes. Shania from mostly it's from country music fans who right. think that she's um, you know she's like it, like Taylor Swift she like she kind of paved way for Taylor Swift and going from country to pop yes and a lot of country music fans hate country pop so they kind of think of her as like emblematic of that so and I also found some different hate from 1997 <gasps> from a woman named Missy. Uh, this this page has 81 views. I really I had to search a lot. This tells you how beloved <laughs> I is. That I'm looking at a, something with 81 views from 1997. <laughs> Missy wrote, "Do you hate Shania Twain and the way she flashes her belly button all over the place like she's the first person born with one?" Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! This fucking bitch and her internalized massage. <laughs> out of there maybe you need to confront your own sexuality and maybe realize that it's not a the demon in your life okay bitch maybe, well maybe i get a life you fucking virgin no shania brought this on herself a lot of people don't know one of the bigger con <laughs> i searched controversies and one of the bigger ones is that <laughs> one of the bigger ones is that she did claim that to be the first person with a belly button and <laughs> I think it's outlandish. I mean, there's a lot of photo evidence, and some of it she claims is doctored that of people having belly buttons before her, but I just okay, don't know. Okay, QAnon. Don't try and it's, okay, Tom. Tom is QAnon. <laughs> I mean, that Shania said that she was the first person to ever have a fucking belly button. I don't think so. Shania never said that. Where do you have audio tapes? Do you have audio tapes? Because then, cause then maybe we could convict her. You know, I do have some audio actually. Here it is. Uh, so, so you say you got a belly button, but you don't really. That don't impress me much. Oh my God. <laughs> so she continues. She uh, says, yes. uh, "You know, if you do come see the official I Hate Shania Twain homepage at, and then there's a GeoCities link which does not exist anymore, um, <laughs> possibly because of this QAnon conspiracy, it been taken down. And then the last sentence of her post is." This page was not created to offend ST fans. So if you're a fan, I highly suggest not visiting it. <laughs> so Missy isn't looking for a fight. No. <laughs> oh, no. right. She's just making a headquarters for Shania hate. Missy's yeah, full of shit, bitch. Honestly, if you want to be a hater, then be a hater. Don't try and be in the gray. Don't try and go back on your hate. You made a fucking hate page, Missy. GeoCities? <laughs> I don't even know what GeoCities is. I thought that was something gamers do. You don't know about okay. GeoCities? Oh, that's Wait, back I'm in the sorry, day. I have to keep reading from this. This yes. is so funny to me because there's more GeoCities stuff because then people start arguing with Missy. Uh, I'm on a part of the internet I didn't know existed. And it's all from 1997, January 3rd. Uh... 3 a.m. is where this is from. Uh, this is a guy named Brian, and he says, uh, I'm real sure that Shania wears such outfits to intentionally show off her navel. Note the sarcasm. If you and others hate Shania, that's fine. But please don't insult our intelligence by putting up a website that will be visited by those who are Shania fans, even though you do have a disclaimer. BTW, there are many other photos around which show on various parts of Shania's bare skin such as the shot where she had the towel wrapped around her in People Magazine last year, which showed off her bare shoulders. And I'm real sure she is flaunting herself. Again, note the sarcasm, by showing parts of her body literally in the flesh. So I don't know what was happening in 1997, but imagine if you had this much time to argue about <laughs> what parts of Shania Twain's body are shown in various... Oh Magazine. yeah, I'm, yes. I'm sure. I'm sure Mick Jagger really had to catch a lot of heat for his crop tops. <laughs> I mean, these people are sick. 
Have sex, you fucking losers. True. True. I know she's right. Uh, I hope my neighbor hears me screaming this shit. <laughs> I think it's so funny that that's the level. Like, can you imagine when Miley Cyrus started doing shit, how angry that lady was? Her head must have exploded. <laughs> she's like the type of person. I love how she ends it like that, too, where it's like, look, I'm not looking for a fight. She's like the type of person who would like slap you in the face and be like immediately like look i didn't mean that that was exactly. <laughs> let's not fight this is crazy yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like that's exactly what you meant to do that was your 101 percent of your intention yeah you can't create a hate website for someone and be like look this is not to offend people who like it <laughs> disclaimer <laughs> just an aside <laughs> Yeah, the um, only other controversy thing, I'm sure you saw this too, yes. Tom Schnee, is that she did say that she's a Canadian citizen, but she said that she would have voted for Trump. Yes. Uh, and yeah, then immediately was, took it uh, back. Not good. Yeah, she, <laughs> she immediately <laughs> took it back. And I think it's like her fan, if she were pure country, I think that that probably only would have helped her. But I think because she lives in this world of where it's kind of mostly pop. Uh, you, it's harder to say shit like that with the, like, and I think she was, what she was trying to say, I read a lot about this and it's still dumb as shit, but she's like, I just like a guy who tells the truth and he's like honest and not like a, it's the same argument a lot of people had in fucking 2016, 2015, where they're like, I like him cause he's not a politician, <laughs> which is such a stupid fucking thing to say. Yeah. But, uh, they're like, you know what I like instead? A crazy man who says anything <laughs> that means nothing. Yes. Um, yes. She oh, thought of well, he was a straight there is shooter. one more controversy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you got? Pray tell. <laughs> okay. So this is a really big one, probably the most famous one um, that there is. But on um, May 15th in 2008, it was announced that Shania Twain and her husband were separating because he had an affair with her best friend, Marie Ann. And as soon as their divorce was finalized, it was reported in December 2010 that Shania was engaged to Marie Ann's ex-husband. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, it's a love rectangle. They they have a spite marriage. It, It sounds like it did start with her best friend uh cheating with because i watched a bunch of interviews about this very thing today and it sounds like no you did i did i did it sounded like the friend and her ex-husband did start it and then they in a moment of you know uh have they were both struggling the the two uh, scorned lovers and uh now and then they got together and I don't I don't to- I have I couldn't find stuff of her being like this is how we hit it off but maybe it was a whole I have a feeling there's more to this story than we'll ever know I have a feeling like they were probably swingers or some shit and um, this happened I don't know I don't I don't take it as that I I was making it more like uh, more power to you Shania Eileen because you know like. <laughs> She's like, oh, you fuck my husband, I'll fuck your husband right back, bitch. I'll marry his ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, don't fuck, 
drive that shit. She's like, well, I'm not going down without swinging. Like, you, I'm going down. I'm swinging till I hit the fucking grave, bitch. That was Shania. So it's, part of your argument that she's not a swinger is that she is swinging. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just never trust these, like, I don't know, very powerful couples that 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 it's all on the up and up. But who knows? I could be wrong. I know um, what you mean. I always do feel there's more to the story, but I think it's a very real thing that if sure. um you can fall into the arms of like uh comforting each other when you're both scorned, yeah. especially if you're mildly attractive. You know, I see how that could happen. Sure. Yeah. We've um we've talked about this I think before on the show oddly enough, but there's famously another situation like this it's not apparently it's not that rare for this to happen um i was i read some article where it was like the founder of ashley madison had some stat about it where they're like this actually happens more often than you'd think where two people who got cheated on uh get together like it's it's very strange but yeah, um, they think they can trust each other. Sure. They and they've both gone the through the same. Thing. Yeah. They've both gone through the same trauma. So they, they kind of rely on each other. But um, then Ashley Madison gets into like, well, it just proves that you can't be monogamous and it becomes a whole uh, ad for their website, basically. But there's a famous story of this that's even crazier where these two pitchers, I think they were both pitchers. Maybe they were just base, both baseball players. They not only swapped wives uh they also swapped children and just like moved they just basically moved into each other's homes and then lived li- life as if they had uh just completely swapped for the rest of oh their my lives God. i'm sure those children feel great and well adjusted <laughs> i would like to see like an interview with those kids oh, now oh good i have a new family uh-huh <laughs> And I just like the idea that maybe they pretended like nothing happened. They just gaslit the children. No, this was your your dad's a baseball player, remember? You don't have Lyme disease. You're fine. Before we get into the fun parts of listening to the songs and everything, we should talk about Shania had a very hard childhood and young life. Um, it's crazy stepfather yeah. and then her stepfather and her mother died in a car crash together and right um, as she was picking up steam it was like right after her yeah, first big break 22 i think 22 yeah. she had just performed uh this big show that kind of changed her the scope of her career according to everything i read where her uh rep was like no you need to lean country um and you're going to be, you know, it's everything's going to go this way. And then right after that, her parents die. She has to go back to Canada to help raise her her siblings. Um, and then she didn't get to start her career until they were out of the house, until they were adults. So then she made a demo after that. Her life is crazy. I didn't know, I didn't know any of that. That's like so nuts. Um, I have this friend, uh, Chelsea Devantes, who, like, because um, she has, like, a book club of female uh, celebrity memoirs. And um, I follow it closely. I read a lot of them because I like them. And um, it's, like, all of these huge pop stars, ha- they all had, like, brutal lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They all, in, like, their entire lives were, like, immersed in tragedy. I Hers guess it, is it can fuel them to greatness for I sure. Yeah, I mean, she talks about it a lot that it's it being in this solitude gave her more time to write and all that stuff. But 
her life is truly insane where um yeah she had i think a deadbeat dad and then uh yeah and then her stepdad was a big part of her life she she just has this like really insane story i was reading her shit and i was like this her whole thing is gonna be a great movie someday because then going to her she loses it all with having lyme disease and the whole (laughs) shit with her husband it's it's crazy it's really insane but she also grew up so fucking poor where she was Mm -hmm. like i I watched an interview with her where she was talking about how she would take a piece of bread to school every day that was her her like lunch that her family would send her and she was too afraid to ask people for help because she didn't want them to take her away from her family so she wouldn't tell anybody that she's going so she would eat mustard on bread every day is uh thing to eat and it um i think it's it sounds like it really shaped her i don't know it made me respect her i didn't know any of this stuff either maybe i knew some of it at some point but i just forgot i feel like stories about her just pop up randomly like throughout like i just hear little things it's like recently i remember reading one where it's like actually shania twain is impressed by brad pitt it's why is this showing up in my life? But there's a um, oh there's one <laughs> one headline I really wanted to read about her memoir, which is um, today.com, like today, uh, the show mm-hmm. in their pop culture section of their website. It said Shania Twain tries to join TMI Memoir Club. Do her revelations make the cut? It's like her parents died in a car crash. <laughs> you can't be like TMI. <laughs> <laughs> These people are fucking sick. Honestly, it feels great to know that I'm always on the right side of history, defending the honor of the people who need me. Showing up, putting in the work, Mm -hmm. coming in with my fucking hat on, ready to go to battle. Blair is wearing a hat. We should go. Yeah, that's necessary. We're not using the video. I am a hat forward gal, even in the comfort of my own home. Yes. I love it. Hat forward. Yeah, wearing a sun hat indoors. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you're indoors wearing a floppy sun hat. A hat designed for one purpose and <laughs> to black out. It does delicious. it's not like it's yeah, I'm wearing a hat. Me and Tommy are wearing hats, but these are to show our dedication to our respective sports teams and also uh to cover up uh our hair um that's the main purpose but uh i'm also i want to point out wearing a dunder mifflin shirt (laughs) like a true normie (laughs) you that is a that is like a one of the a classifier of a normie like that is so true (laughs) yep Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i i i'm gonna (laughs) i want to lean into i got this shirt this is so funny to me, but my brother bought me this shirt like two years ago, and I was like, man, it is so late for that, but it is comfortable, but it, I think it'd be so funny if I just leaned in, and most of my wardrobe is like, Bears, Beats, Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> I, I, kind of, I kind of just wear whatever t-shirts come into my sphere. Like mm-hmm. I continue to wear this horrific shirt of uh, my ex-boyfriend's that says (laughs) fitness is life (laughs) 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 with that arm I'm just like oh I disgust 
myself. <laughs> I am disgusted. And then people, I just see people looking at me with disdain and disgust, you know, just like, oh, I hope this poor girl gets a fucking life, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, we should uh, We should jump into some music here. Let's hear, um, it just got referenced, so should we go ahead and hear the song that everybody fucking wrote in the comments on Facebook, and that song being That Don't Impress Me Much? I think we should start with it. Let's hear it. Okay, so you're Hillary Clinton. <laughs> that don't impress me. <laughs> it's like talk singing, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Where she's, yeah, where she just full on has large parts where she just talks in, the, in her songs. Mm-hmm. I love it. Oh, yeah. it's a great song. It's, cool uh, it's very good. Um, Shania name checks both Elvis and Brad Pitt in this song. Her selections <laughs> held up well, as Elvis's legend has only grown with time, and Brad Pitt stood up to into the tens as a male sex symbol. Tom Cruise would have been a shakier choice. Not what? Really. <laughs> no. I just think this is so funny because at some point at one of those award shows, she came into contact with Brad Pitt. Uh-huh. And like he was like, and he was like, Eileen, I don't impress you much. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, this reminds me of something that I like to used to do when I was like 23, 24, you know, I was around in the bar scene and, um, and that was about the time that Australians were really cool. Mm-hmm, and, um, mm-hmm. I'd run into some Australians in the beaches of Orange County at these bars and I'd have a crush on them, and I'd want to hook up with them. And so I would say, yeah, I'm not really into accents. And then, you know, of course, I negged them. Hook, line, oh and Oh, my sister. God. Toxic Bam! femininity. And then I would hook up with them. So I think that maybe we, there is a time that Shania secretly hooked up with Brad Pitt, and it would Damn. all manifest it from this one negging lyric. I, I, I could see that happening. I bet you're yeah. right. She uh, so the reason she picked Brad Pitt, uh, she said it was inspired by a nude photos of the actor being published in Playgirl. Uh, she explained to Billboard magazine, "I remember I had a girlfriend visiting me, and it was near Christmas, and we were baking cookies. I was writing this album, and there was an, a scandal of uh, Brad Pitt and Gwyneth Paltrow, where there was naked photos of him, and this was all the rage. I just thought, I don't know what all the fuss is about. I'm like." 
well, that don't impress me much. I mean, what is all the fuss? We see <laughs> naked people every day. That's really what I thought. Wasn't picking on Brad Pitt. Um, of course, it could have been any gorgeous guy. Damn, that sounds like Whoa. a compliment. So she tried to she tried to slide back on the neck. Of course, but I'm pretty sure there was. I remember seeing an article. I should have looked this up before. Just like Missy on GeoCities. <laughs> Look, I am not trying to offend Brad Pitt fans. <laughs> uh, let's see. I remember there was. I just remember some. Oh. Somebody, there's an article that says, has Brad Pitt spent his entire career trying to impress Shania Twain? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's like the first funny headline ever. (laughs) Take that, the onion. (laughs) Oh, here we go. Cheat sheet. This is from... including the onion, of course. This is from three months ago. It says, uh, Brad Pitt has finally impressed Shania Twain decades (laughs) after that. Don't impress me much. Is that from The Onion for real? No, no, no. This is from That's hysterical. CheatSheet.com. Never heard of that incredible site. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to see how. Is it, is it too long? Oh, the Brad Pitt Ad Astra meme impresses Shania Twain. What a weird... A meme? A meme impressor. She might... Look, I think her story is very impressive, <laughs> but she might be low-key a dumbass. <laughs> um, okay, I she is i know i'm supposed to to be defending her and Mm -hmm. um, that is the official position that i will take um since you guys forced me to do it but oh um, my god (laughs) (laughs) you better fucking you better fucking defend her a little cuckoo but you because (laughs) she I was being fucking six, five, seven, eight, however old I was when this fucking record came out. And I was like, these are some of the hands down dumbest lyrics I've ever heard in my life. I could have written better lyrics than this. Like, truly, these are extremely bad lyrics, but it's almost like they're so bad that she's like, haha, this is good, bad. You know yes. what I mean? By the way, I really okay, quickly, dude. I want to say six, five, seven, eight. Are you <laughs> describing me and Tommy's heights? <laughs> uh, yeah, me she might be cuckoo. Me and my mom would fucking roll down the windows in the suburban and blast this shit like we are, we're both divorces. You know what I <laughs> Yes. I feel like this is... Definitely music that I would listen to with my. It would be on the radio all the time when uh, my mom and I were driving around too, and we would listen uh, to it like divorces as well. What, what, Tommy, what's your history with Shania? Was it on the stations that you listened to as a, as a youth? I definitely I love Shania, and I when I when I think of Shania, I think of being a kid and like either this or man, I feel like a woman playing mm-hmm. at like a restaurant or a party, and it being like so fun. So yeah. I have nothing but fond memories of Shania in my life. <laughs> Um, well, since you mentioned it, should we go ahead and listen to Man, I Feel Like a Woman? <laughs> By the way, when you sent your song list over, I, d- I almost don't want to read it because it'll give away. Never mind. I'm not going to read it yet because I'll, I'll read it later. Uh, so let's hear Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Here's, uh, here's a little bit of it. Let's go, girls. Oh, yeah. I can't. I'm feeling all right. I'm going to let it all hang out. I want to make some noise. 
Hopefully you can hear that. Well, I'm, that's I'll a fucking banger. That's why she won. That's why she won five Grammys, bitch. Okay. <laughs> the proof is in the pudding, babe. <laughs> that song won the Grammy Award for Best Female Country Vocal Performance in the year 2000. Well, it was for Best Male, I feel like, a female country um shania twain originally wrote the song as a message of encouragement to herself before transforming it into a celebration of her transition into womanhood speaking with kelly ripa and ryan seacrest the singer explained that she grew up as a tomboy but once she started getting curves it took her a long while to accept her female body uh yeah i didn't realize that was you and me both sister okay <laughs> the transition can be tough, sweetie. <laughs> Why are you condescending to her? <laughs> yeah, it can be a little tough, honey. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows that I am a premier vocalist. I'm most respected for um, the sound of my singing voice, actually. People love it. They tell me all the time on the internet. <laughs> Well, you famously went on American Idol when Shania was one of the judges. <laughs> and this is where you formed the friendship. <laughs> yeah, I thought, you know who's right for the job? Mm, me. Yeah. <laughs> Look no further. <laughs> it's the one time in American Idol history they turned around their chairs. <laughs> like, wait, this isn't even the show. <laughs> yeah. No, we're switching shows. <laughs> It's appropriate for now. <laughs> yeah, well, not everyone can change history, but some people do. <laughs> Man, I have uh, misinterpreted the lyrics to this song for a long time. I didn't realize she was saying, because she says, go totally for crazy, forget I'm a lady, men's shirt, short skirts. I thought she said, Go totally crazy. Then again, I'm a lady. Is <laughs> in like, yeah, women are crazy. <laughs> I thought that's what he, she was saying it's this the whole Steve, time. Oh, yeah. Steve Harvey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of, course, of course, Tom went there. Women what the crazy. hell? I thought Shania thought that, <laughs> and I agreed. <laughs> patriarchy. <laughs> Speaking of the patriarchy, we have another segment to get to. Uh, our our friend and foe of the show. Jared Thompson, the owner of the Comedy Attic in beautiful Bloomington, Indiana. I don't know if we were doing this when you were on the first time. I think we were, but I can't remember. I feel like it was one of the first ones. I think you're right. I think you're right. So this is a regular segment we do each week uh, called They Went to Jared, where we hear our resident snobs' thoughts on the artists we are talking about of the day. I'm curious what Jared's going to say. I remember what he said about Good Charlotte. I mean, that man went off, and I was like, we're going to have to talk about this because um, that's uh, not correct. <laughs> uh, I'm sure he changed his mind um, after that. <laughs> let's, uh, let's hear his thoughts on Shania Twain. What's up, y'all? This week's they went to Jared. The boys are going to have Blair Saki on defending Shania Twain. First of all, love Blair as a comic, as a person. Uh, she's fantastic and uh, ho- hoping to have uh, you back at the club at some point here soon, Blair. Um, so, Jared. As f- I think that people would probably assume that I'm going to trash Sh- Shania Twain, at least just because it is, you know, certainly there's... Um, 
it's kind of plasticky probably but the thing is in that era of the whose bed of your boots been under slash you know man i feel like a woman era it's it's honestly it's just it's not you can't trash it and it's it's not what i'm going to choose to listen to but the songs are fun there was this sort of this element to it that is somewhat re- reminiscent of Dolly in that it was, you know, it was very empowering to women, I feel like. And it just, anytime that you can sort of have some like Trumpian, you know, cowboy hat, cowboy boot dude, you know, singing songs that are like basically like girl power songs, that's a, that's a win. Um, cause maybe some of that will seep into their brain and, you know, sort of turn them into some sort of better person. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if the first thing about what she's been doing the last 20 years. So I'm only talking about her importance in that moment of time. Like when I used to run a record store and that record sold those two records sold so well but honestly um i feel like that she's kind of on the cusp of someone that doesn't necessarily need you know us to talk about like she's kind of above the fray but i think that part of this could be that later on maybe that change maybe it's not quite as obvious but anyway all right i love you guys talk to you later thanks there you go She I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I am surprised. I think because she leans poppier, he would have less. Because I think that if he, if she were any more country, like a tinge more country, he would have ripped her apart. But uh, it is true that because she's poppier, it's it doesn't quite sit there. But anybody we have that's you could almost pick any pop country person, and we will have people who uh, don't like them just because of genre alone. There's a Missy out there for everyone. Exactly. You're right. We there's still time for us to pivot and redefend Good Charlotte on this episode. I did find when I searched Shania Twain sucks. I did find a decent amount of stuff i just didn't think it made sense to read it uh oh the one thing that's funny is i found so this person who has a blog called the consummate loner wrote this blog called wow shania twain sucked but all that it was it was about how she couldn't sell out the venue that he was trying to scalp tickets at so he lost four hundred dollars trying to scalp tickets it had nothing to do with shania twain Oh, jeez. He's going to hate our arena shows. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. Well, honey, he doesn't have to come, okay? Because it's already going to be packed and there's not going to be room for his ass anyway. True. Thank you, but. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Uh, Yeah, there's a lot of. uh, Most of the, the problem is. Anytime there's a story like that Trump one, it kind of clogs up the Google about stories about her because everything is about that for the last, you know, five years. Like, there's nothing that uh, big in her news besides that and this Lyme disease stuff. But she is, the show behind the music that sucks did a whole thing about her, so they clearly hate her. So there's somebody, you know. 
It's not. Yeah, it's not well, like everybody loves her. Listen here, I'll just say it real fast. Anyone who hates your is a fucking bitch. Okay. Damn, Missy. Oh hey, Damn, Missy. Missy that guy that people <laughs> clog in the Google. I mean, they're all out here, and, and I hope they hear me loud and clear and know where my ass stands. And that's for Shania Eileen, baby. Okay. And that September we're not trying to offend. We're not trying to um, offend Missy. Also. I'm trying to offend Missy. I hope she fucking hears this. I'll come no, to your house, man. Missy. What if you went to the wrong Missy's house? <laughs> like the movie The Wrong Missy. You, on Netflix. You can't oh uh, you, you can't yeah, untext right. her now. <laughs> what a bad tagline for a movie that I did enjoy. I had Boy, a nice did time I like that movie. <laughs> and the 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 tagline was you can't untext her now. And I made fun of it to a friend, and they go, No, you need to see the movie. And I did see the movie. Still sucks as a tagline. Uh, I think I should be getting those roles in Hollywood where just something bad happens one after another for an hour and a half. Like, I think I would really thrive in those those, role, those roles, like just like falling downstairs and shit like that. You know what I mean? Encountering random sharks and stuff. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Sure. I think you'd be great for that. Hollywood, I know you're listening. Yeah, first of all, first of all, <laughs> knock off that Wayfair shit. It's <laughs> fucked up. I'm queuing on. First off, Hollywood, knock it off. Second, could you help my friend Blair out? <laughs> first off, you sick fucking freaks. Knock off all the bullshit, and you know what I'm talking about. And second, could you help us out? <laughs> I like your little movies and your picture shows, but knock it off. <laughs> you know I was born to fake fall, bitch, okay? Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, help me out, Lord. <laughs> I want to first off let's play one more song before we get to yeah. this list of uh shit that I wanted to uh <laughs> talk about here. Let's hear uh Don't Be Stupid. All right. Yeah, baby. This is our message to Hollywood, re <laughs> Blair and casting. <laughs> Stop being so impossible, you know what I'm saying? What the hell? 
Misandry. <laughs> well, you well, you played the very beginning, and I think you held it away from the mic on a part. Yeah, there. yeah. Hold on one second. It's in the first like ten yes, seconds. yes. Cool. Is that so, it? <laughs> this song is about a guy <laughs> that is like that sucks, and yeah. it just starts with her going cool. <laughs> <laughs> She does that a lot, doesn't she? I feel like a lot of well, her songs loves, start with her doing some shit. She starting like that. the song with just saying something. Yeah. Like, Let's go, girls. Cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Sick. Like, it sounds like she didn't know she was going to be recording a song. And she hears the song. She hears like the string. She's like, oh, cool. All right, I'll start singing. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> she was doing podcast openings before they even existed. <laughs> this Locked thing out. <laughs> <laughs> Have we started yet? <laughs> We've been uh, recording this whole time, babe. <laughs> uh, that's that one's all right. Yeah, I don't like the guy in that song. He sounds very jealous. Sounds like he needs to do some work on himself, and uh, she shouldn't be empowering him. You know? Yeah, it's weird because the verse is so negative, and the verse rules. I love the verse of this song, and then the chorus comes in, and she keeps saying that she loves him, and it's like, why? He's reading. You're trying to read the mail. He's over your shoulder. What the hell's that? Mm-hmm. No good. <laughs> When also, I'm reading my mail, give me some fucking space. <laughs> That's what I have to say. <laughs> She's getting dick letters. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Who dick is that? <laughs> oh God. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's. That's quite a song. That one's not my favorite. By the joy that Shania Lee's fucking bringing us. No, we can't. Oh, that True. was a five-time Grammy winner, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's hear another one, and then we'll get to. It. I I didn't realize how many more we still had to go. This I I'm a big fan of this one. This is called "You're Still the One." So good. This one is a tearjerker. Really. <laughs> when I first saw you. Here we go. Yeah. And the first time you touched me, I felt love. And after all this time, you're still the one I love. Mm, Looks like we made it. Look how far we've come, my baby. Of course, about her revenge husband. No, what's funny is it's not. It's so uh, Shania Twain wrote this song with her rock producer husband Robert Mutt Lang. 
Uh, her lyrics were inspired by their marriage, which many felt wouldn't last. The soothsayers were right, as Twain and Lang divorced 10 years later in 2008 after 14 years of marriage. It's a funny uh, thing to picture yelling at your husband as you're divorcing. The soothsayers were right. <laughs> you're proving the soothsayers right. You've made us look the fool to the if soothsayers. Your, if your husband goes by the nickname Mutt, yep. you might get cheated on. It's yeah. good by now. You <laughs> might get cheated on. <laughs> If your husband is super jealous, <laughs> you might be getting cheated on. Um, yeah, that's a beautiful romantic song, you know. Unfortunately, the love didn't last as it, as it always doesn't, but that much sometimes. But it was a really good song. Everyone yes. should do themselves a favor and do what I just did, which is look up what Mutt Lang looks like. <laughs> you are in for a treat. Oh, I got to do it. I got to do it. It is somehow exactly what you expect and shocking. <laughs> I'm looking it up now. I need to see what he looks like. Uh, does he look like a mud? Oh, Jesus. He does look like a mud. It's very Gary Busey. Yes. Holy shit. I thought that was the new guy. That's crazy. If you if you look like that, you, you don't cheat on Shania Twain. That's no, no, no. <laughs> Although, oh my although, God, this in many ways, ugly bitch, he looks like he was stuck in a bottle and washed up the door. <laughs> Holy in, shit! In many ways, now, what is these guys out here thinking that they can fucking bounce and trounce along and cheat on anyone is fucking insane. This man must have never walked by a mirror or a window in his goddamn life. Hey. I don't even think he has eyes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Did he cheat on Shania? What else? What else? And what woman said yes to him besides Shania? Oh my God! Holy shit! He must be fucking packing heat. He must I be. He must be. How anyone could have sex with him? What's funny is if you click on his uh, personal life stuff, it does not say. <laughs> it doesn't say a lot about uh, this whole situation. It. Uh, it says on uh, 50, on May fifteenth, two thousand eight, a spokesman for the his employer, Mercury Nashville, announced that Twain and Lang were separating after Lang had an affair with Twain's best friend, Marie Antiabod, uh, with whom he reportedly later began a relationship. Ooh, I want to know what Marie Antiabod looks like. I gotta look it up now. Uh, oh wow, she comes up so fast. All right, let's see here. Really? Uh. This is, uh, I mean, this is insane <laughs> that uh, he cheated with uh, with this lady. But I gotta say, actually, no, she was she was a uh, babe in uh, the day. You gotta remember, Shania is like fifty five. It's uh, it's crazy. But uh, I gotta tell you, this guy, but he looks like a dog, and he pu- he he he's pulling a lot of hot shit off. I simply must stand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, I, um, as a rule, usually don't talk about um, people's looks mm-hmm. in a derogatory manner because it's not something I believe in in my heart. But sure. then he cheated on Shania, so I felt like it. Oh, this is a picture of Shania that I'm looking at. She, yeah, I was like, she looks way better when she's younger. <laughs> That's Shania, yeah. though. That's uh, This other lady is uh, just looks very... The only pictures of her, she looks so sad. <laughs> These are all tabloid pictures from uh, after this happened, I guess. This That's is, sad. Uh, this is crazy. Poor... Uh, I think she's still Shania. married to her revenge husband, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is. Yeah. She is. Yeah, so good for her. So now, she can, when she sings that song in concert, maybe she can think about... She can think about this new guy, you know? Yeah. Um... 
Anyway, yeah, man, mud. What are you doing, dog? Um, I found uh, a top. I found ten things you never knew about Shania Twain. Do you guys want to see if you guys knew these things or if this site sure. was right or if the soothsayers sure. were right about you guys' knowledge? <laughs> If there's um, anyone I want to learn about, it's Shania. So let's uh, get it popping. So the first one is, uh, she once was asking, would you like fries with that? Can you guess what restaurant she worked at in 2000? Oh, wait, no. In 2002, she told Time Magazine uh, that she worked at this restaurant in high school. Can you guess which one? Um, I actually think I might know this because it's a Canadian. Is it Tim Hortons? It is not. Okay. It is not. It's actually an American restaurant. Red so I, Robin. No, no, no. It's no. uh, it's a little simpler than that. And I'll give you McDonald's? the hint that yep, it is uh the Golden Arched McDonald's. Uh, I love McDonald's. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Big fan of McDonald's. Uh, her her stage fright once caused what to happen to her. Did she pee herself on stage? You would guess that, you sick fuck. And, <laughs> and yes, she did. I was setting you up. I'm a Is bad that true? I've, I peed um I peed in front of people on accident many times. Is That's that true? Stuff. She she yeah, kind of had a good uh, way to cover it up, which is that uh, so she once wet her uh, pants in school on stage. So she was in school, but she was on stage because of stage fright. But she covered the mess by spilling a glass of water uh all over her like pants i think uh, so that it looked so that it all blended together i'm gonna steal that trick when yeah, i because i often... uh, quick thinking next time i uh, let loose uh... <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna have a, an old glass of water nearby because yeah i have had some public accidents that i have not enjoyed as it turns out in high school i was in my gray sweatpants um for fitness class mm-hmm Fitness yeah. is life. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Kill me. I started laughing, and whatever reason, like usually when it, it's just like a little pee that comes out, like if it does, you know what I mean. But mm-hmm. it, for for whatever reason, the gates just open, <laughs> and my entire pants, and I had to walk all the way across campus in front of everyone to go to the nurse's office. Um, it really sucked. Damn. And then another time I was smoking weed with this guy I really liked when I was like 18 on a lounge chair and I coughed so hard because I didn't know how to smoke weed and then I peed and I just had to say to the guy, I peed. <laughs> <laughs> was this at the time when Australians were big? Yeah. <laughs> they were big. They were having a moment. That was about Five years before. Oh, okay. Oh, this is when New Zealanders were. <laughs> <laughs> when New Zealanders were, were king. <laughs> <laughs> Our former guest Guy Montgomery was the yes. king. I love Guy Montgomery. <laughs> Big fan. He's the best. He's a yeah. good man. Uh, I'll just read a couple of these facts here. One is that, um, well, we already talked about her name. wasn't uh, her name, so I'm going to skip that one. The the one that. Uh, <laughs> Her ex-husband's nickname for her was Unfortunate. And I'll just tell you, so his name was Mutt. So, of course, he's going to come at her. He called her Woody uh, because her hair uh, because her hair reminded him of Woody the Woodpecker. He seems like the worst guy yep. in history. <laughs> hey, Woody, I fucked your friend. <laughs> oh, my 
my god. I wish her a lifetime of happiness, honestly. This bitch has been through it. Holy shit. She's this is because her hair looks like a woodpecker when she's like America's like super princess pop star. My god, she's married to this loser. Honestly, maybe everything does happen for a reason. Truly. Truly. Could be. She here's a testament to how hard her life was. Uh, she was presumed dead on arrival, according to this. Uh, Twain shares that doctors gave up on her before she had a chance to take her first breath. In her memoir, she writes, while uh, her mom li- lay on the delivery table, uh, the doctor quietly hands her a cigarette and lights it. She's delivered a stillborn baby, except miraculously, the baby girl is still alive. Uh, that quote is also a glimpse into birthing rooms in the 60s where doctors were apparently lighting cigarettes for <laughs> patients. That's wild. That's wow. truly crazy. But it started like that. Uh, and then this one, I just want to read because it's the the way that it's... It just says, number eight, she's gone intergalactic. Um, her song Up has been used to wake up astronauts, specifically Canadian astronaut Dave Williams in 2007, but that wasn't the first time a tween song was blasted into the cosmos. In 2001, her hit Honey, I'm Home woke up members of the space shuttle Atlantis crew. Oh, let's listen to that one. That's yeah, that's, yeah. Yes. Honey, I'm Perfect. home and I had a hard day. I know that you are flying in space. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hit bitch mm. that was good that's a good track <laughs> my mom yeah. used to always quote this one I would love one. to be one of the male background singers who just gets to say hate that my mom used to say that all the time she'd just go man I hate that hate, <laughs> the, that. hate that she would make me do that <laughs> <laughs> hysterical <laughs> Uh man, yeah, what a what a what a banger! Um, Pop verse, country chorus, she blends them together perfectly. I love it. The synergy unmatched. Mm. <laughs> let's um let's hear the last song so that we can get to the Facebook because we have to take a break soon. So we'll do that after we hear whose bed have your boots been under? <gasps>
She wrote this with him. Yeah, they were uh, under yeah. they were under Marie Ann's boots. That's always how it goes. He, he, he tried to lead her off the trail by writing the song with her, but yeah. ultimately you know, everyone found out where the you, boots were. You can just tell when your partner's boots have been under someone's bed. You know? like, where are my ladies at? You know when your man's boots been under another woman's bed. Whoa, whoa, Marie Ann, huh? <laughs> oh Jesus! Um, what a what that so that one is from '95, and apparently that video is uh, was uh, very popular. Where is this here? Wait, oh, any man of mine is hers too. Damn. She has so many hits. I, I forgot that. that I had her greatest hits. I cannot believe that barnacle of a man had the gall, <laughs> had the gall to write that song with her. Oh my god, that fucking maniac! Straight out of Lord of the Rings, out here just making these songs with his wife, built on lies. Damn. I I just found that the writing of this made me laugh, but it says, according to the Robin Egger biography of Shania Twain, the track was her breakthrough video. The first video made in England featured a pair of animated boots, but was, and I quote, too clever by half. The decision, <laughs> the decision was made to junk it, and instead Mary convinced Mercury to employ the services of a man who knew how to bring out the best in beautiful women. This man was John Derrick, who at various times both worked with and uh, was married to Ursula Andress, Linda Evans, and Bo Derrick. Uh, that's He's so funny. I've never heard sick. too clever by <laughs> half. <laughs> uh, these, these people are sick. Sick, sick. They need to go to the hospital right now. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, honey. honey. Honey, I'm home. And I had a hard day. <laughs> uh, we have to get to Facebook before that. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Stand By Your Band. Anyway, we're back uh, with more Stand By Your Band. Uh, we've just heard six songs from... The phenomenal Shania Twain, and we have uh, a, another segment to get here, our weekly segment, where we go to Zuckerberg's house, give him a little knock-knock-knockaroo, 
and I, I post. Know this was coming. <laughs> That's right. It's called They Went to Zuck, and um, <laughs> they went to Zuck and got cucked. Um, no, we um, we post on my uh, Facebook here, uh, asking friends of the show or friends of uh, just people who have added me on Facebook. Essentially, I meant to do it on Twitter too, and I forgot. Um, we'll, we'll be doing that in the future, but. Uh yeah, so if you want to, it's stand by your band pod at uh on Twitter and uh then just me on Facebook. But we're gonna try to transition over. Um, uh, but I posted asking people what they thought about Shania Twain, and boy, did a lot of people uh say that don't impress me much. Um, <laughs> and I knew it was coming. I should have oh, said wow. that was gonna Looks happen. Looks like we got the next class of Jimmy Fallon right. <laughs> Oh wow, you're gonna come for Eileen like that? Like I'm not here to fucking defend her ass. Like I'm not here like a fucking warrior Amazon bitch I am to defend Shania to the fucking death. Most people here seem to like her a lot. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it seems like most of it's uh it is uh positive. Somebody wrote I deleted my Facebook so I can't even go fight with them. Oh, that's probably for the best. So now you can just verbally abuse them right now. But I do think most of them might like Micah Dean Johnson writes had she had the best selling album of the entire nineties. That's unreal. Is that true? That's crazy. That seems not true. I don't yeah, know that seems that. not true to me either. And I'm on. I'm you know I'm with her forever. So. <laughs> it is true. Yeah, come on over was the great the best greatest selling of the, selling of the yeah. entire '90s. That is yeah. wild. Whoa, that's huge. I guess my mixtape didn't count. Um, Mike O'Keefe says, "Let's Alanis, go, girls." Man. What's that? I would have thought Alanis or I. For some reason, I thought maybe else. like Garth Brooks Nirvana. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Brandon Ream says, any man of mine is a banger. Um, I agree. Tony Daw says, the cover act Shania Twin is where it's at. Um, I wonder if that's real or if he was making a joke. Uh, Alex Price writes, her running subplot in I Heart Huckabees. That's all he said. He didn't have an opinion on it. It sounds like he just liked it. Um, Winslow Dumaine says, not in my America. Edit, sorry, I thought you said Sharia Law. Very good. <laughs> uh, Joseph Kincaid says, who the fuck doesn't like Shania Twain? Burn them. Damn. Yeah. All right, bitch. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I, this one is so frustrating because, and this has happened a couple times where someone comments something that it's like, I want to know so much more. So my friend, Leisha Funkhauser, uh, said that her brother who she tagged played the drums at one of her shows in 2004. Whoa. And so I wrote, was she nice, Tarek? And he did not answer. Damn it. I feel like she's for sure nice. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think she's really nice. Uh, here's, <laughs> here's the first kind of negative one. Kyle Scanlon uh, writes, I went to a Shania concert with my sister like five or six years ago, and it was mostly just her changing into different leopard print outfits. That being said, I knew the words to more song than I was comfortable with. I don't think you need to be uncomfortable with that. He did post a picture. Let's see. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, think... honey. She slipped in. You're a fan, and you didn't even realize it, babe. <laughs> the stage looks insane. It's these giant tigers or pumas or something. I can't tell what these are. They're sort of cheetahs. I don't know. There's some sort of uh, jungle cat of uh, some kind that uh, are enormous on the stage, and they look really cool. So, Oh, I guess they're probably leopards. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> of course, leopard print. Um Anyway, uh, 
let's see. Michael Keefe writes, let's go girls is the quote of your sister trying to get you in the car after, to go to this show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta stop reading the jokes. <laughs> uh, Mike Kalinske writes, you're still the one is one of the strongest in songs in my karaoke artillery. That's a pretty good one. Uh, I gotta start adding Shania to the, to the karaoke thing. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Um, Let's see. Joshua uh, John Voland writes, I, like all true Chuggo fans, refuse to listen to Shania. That is a reference to the Patreon. Again, $3 a month for uh, hour-long bonus episodes every week. Um, Chuggo has a lot of time dedicated to him in one or two episodes. I can't even remember now. Um, Let's see here. Joe Fernandez says, personally, I think she has the voice, but has she got the touch? Most of these are just lyrics. So many of them are lyrics. Uh, and then a couple people wrote about Pamela Ross and Courtney uh, Gilmore wrote about the thing about her husband uh, cheating on her and then um, her marrying the guy. Uh, da, da, da. She also says her face is perfectly. Uh, this is Pam. Uh, Pamela Ross says her face is perfe- perfectly symmetrical. You can Google it. And uh, come on over somehow as 12 singles. That's insane. Um, Liz McNamara uh, writes, Her new song with Orville Peck is incredible, as is everything else she's ever released. New song alert, huh? Okay. Yeah, we have to check that out. Uh, Let's play that uh, right before we end here. Um, Then somebody brought up the Trump thing. Uh but then said that uh, she said sorry for it. So kind of who cares? And then, um, yeah, Ron- a little drew breezy. If you know what I mean, <laughs> uh, Rob Trimbath writes or Ron Trimbath. I'm sorry. Uh, I lip synced, uh, man. I feel like a woman on the last day of my ninth grade drama class thinking it would be so funny. Uh, unfortunately this was in 2000 and it didn't go over too well. Hmm. I don't understand wait, why, like what the year has to do with that, Ron. I, I get what he's saying. What, uh, what do you I, mean? I think comedic tastes change for the idea of a man singing that song. Oh, now funny. I understand. You know, it's so funny that didn't even register to me because I'm like, oh, that would be a fun song to sing. And I, because it's 2020, I legitimately forgot that that would be played for humor. Like, because of <laughs> yeah. man, I feel like a woman. Uh, that's, that's really funny. Uh, now I understand. Thank you for explaining. Um, Let's see. Da, da, da. So here's the, the the scientist did say that she has the perfect face, but it yes. was from the Toronto University of Toronto scientists. They could just be being a they could be a Homer pick for the Canadians. True, true. Let's get some good American studies. Not so fast. <laughs> <laughs> what does Ohio State University have to say about it? It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you might have heard someone discrediting a scientific well, study. Tommy, <laughs> Tommy said before we started recording that Melania Trump is the only person with a perfectly <laughs> oh symmetrical face. <laughs> wow, Tommy, so interesting that you would say that. <laughs> because it's actually been unanimously agreed upon that she has the most perfect symmetrical face by science. And yet, these people want to discredit her. Look, We're like begging the scientists to work on a vaccine. Yeah. Like, we have to figure out this face thing. <laughs> no, me and Tommy agree. She's a dog. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, uh, 
Or Whatever his much. name. Mutt was right. Oh, Mutt was okay, right to get well, off of that sinking well, ship. Just don't be surprised if you step outside your door later tonight and there's some dog shit on fire. <laughs> Look, I'm not saying it from me or anything, but just don't be surprised is all I'm saying. Fair enough. Uh, there was one more here about how Ari Joseph wrote that he has it stuck in his head that there was a magazine cover where she talked about not shaving her pits because she's from Canada, which I don't know if that's a, like a thing about Canada or not, but he posted the article. I'm not going to read it, but, uh, there you go. Um, we got to wrap up the show. We, we, this was, this was the way longer than I thought it was going to be, but we were having so much fun. It was a great time. Yeah, We had a lot of catching up to do. So much has changed. <laughs> True. We're in a different six world. Months. And sometimes I worry this might be the new normal. Blair, ah! <laughs> Blair, uh, you have the floor to give your final thoughts on Shania Twain before we do the, re- the review of the playlist. Look, you guys forced me to defend someone who needs <laughs> Shania needs no defending. She's a queen god, best-selling artist of the 90s, baby. No one else did that, bitch. Okay, that's my final thought. All right. Fair (laughs) enough. Fair enough. Uh, I'll go ahead and review. Let me look at this playlist again real fast. I'm going uh, 5.7 out of 6 on this one for me. I like all the songs a lot. Uh, They were very fun. Uh, I think I dock like point one off or point one five for Honey I'm Home and uh, or maybe just point three or, or no I no you know what I forgot I didn't I don't love Don't Be Stupid so I'm I'm dropping that down to a to a five point two five risky business Tom <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I like the I mean like I said you're still the one is just a cla- that's one that I would still listen to uh, just in my own time um, so yeah great. I, you know, even if people want to give a shit that maybe we didn't need to defend this one, it's country music. I feel like it's fair game. And it's also just fun to talk about Shania Twain. So there you go. Tommy, what do you got? Well, yeah. And also, it's country music that a lot of country music diehards don't like. So there is definitely grounds. And also, I would like to point out before I give my rating that we did not force Blair uh, <laughs> to do it. And <laughs> I don't like the wording and the implication of that. <laughs> Look, I don't know. I got some sort of invitation, but there was a gun there. So I don't know. Decide what you will. We did uh we did mail Blair a single bullet. <laughs> and it's just and the letter just said choose wisely. So <laughs> Yeah, so I find myself on the Zoom, you know? <laughs> Uh, yes. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm all, I have very similar thoughts to Tom on this one. I love Shania. I think she's amazing. Big fan. Perfect face, according to the sun. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to go 5.5 out of 6 for basically the same reason. I think Don't Be Stupid has a killer verse and the chorus. I think the hook's a letdown. I think she should have stuck with calling this guy a creep. And I also would have liked it different uh, musically if she made a different choice. But I do love that she says, cool. Yep. So 5.5. Yeah. That feels very Taylor Swifty to me. The way yes, that she Taylor, opens songs like that. You hear you hear the influence yeah. uh, everywhere with Shania. And mm-hmm. I love Taylor. And Blair has gotten so close to the camera that it... 
I'm starting to feel intimidated. <laughs> oh no, she's holding the bullet, and now it's, we didn't realize the power is now in her hands. Are you sure you want to go with that score? <laughs> it's a five point five out of six. That's very high. Very good score. Uh, yeah, five point five out of six. <laughs> <laughs> the best-selling artist in the nineties. Blair, Blair, what do you rate the player? Yeah, what do you rate it, Blair? Just tell us. What I fucking rating it? I'm going fucking six point nine out of six. I'll give credit where credit is due, baby. Okay. I didn't even. I didn't even know she wrote those stupid ass lyrics. <laughs> Now I'm even more on her side. The player, uh, do you have any plugs? People can find you on Twitch gaming uh, in the future. Yes. I, I yes. Once you've decided to end it all. Once you bludgeon your mind. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, right now, in this very moment, you can find me on all platforms at Blair Socky, B L A I R S O C C I. I have a new podcast coming out with one Greta Titleman. So oh, shit. I'll out for that. Um, and, um, yeah, I'll probably be gaming pretty soon here. Uh, if you want to <laughs> catch me on the PlayStation or something sure. that they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Tommy, what do you got? Here's something I, I want to make a, an, a question to the fans. We were thinking about making shirts, so let us know if you would be interested in buying a shirt and what kind of thing you'd want on it. Because yeah. I, I think that's something we should do. I saw some other podcasts doing shirts, so let us know what you think. Yeah, I like that idea. I was just talking today. I might be making shirts that are. I mean, like maybe I could force it into the podcast, but it's my uh, and one shirts <laughs> for people who have erection, erectile dysfunction, <laughs> where oh, it's like. Cool. Your game is softer than my dick. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I love that normalizing it, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. That's what we're all about on this show. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I might, know. I know you are. I might um, be selling those. Uh I might be selling those. We'll see. I I posted it today and it got some interest. So, if you would want to be in on that too, let me know. But yeah, I think we should get some shirts. I think we'll we'll maybe we could even get like Wolf of Dog Street, Princess Darkness shirts. I think those could be fun. Yeah. Um, and if you're a huge fan of just the person who fucking defends Shania's ass, you can cop one of my shirts in my Instagram bio. They're pretty sweet. Oh, oh shit. Cool. Hell yeah. Yeah. They're really cool. Hell yeah. Uh, all right, Blair, thank you so much for coming on. You're the best. Uh, we love you and we best. love Shania. You guys are the best. I had a great time, even though, you know. <laughs> But, um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> we'll, we'll see you guys next week on the podcast. Keep it crispy. Bye. <laughs>